Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier, and today is Tuesday, May 12th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to. If you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions, we want to hear it all. And first we want to hear how Kate Spencer is doing. Well, I've already given you a preview yeah. before we hit record, which is that I am very tired. I am not sleeping. And I feel like I now am just talking about this every day, but because I'm so tired, I can't remember. So I apologize if I'm just being incredibly redundant, but I am really struggling with the sleep. Mm. And some listeners have recommended some magnesium products, especially. So I have to like just get on that. But, you know, it's not as easy as it once was to like run out and buy something like yeah. the thought of the thought of trying to track down like these specific someone. I, I can't remember who recommended these like chocolate magnesium things. And I've tr- taken magnesium before to for rest and it has helped. But like I just don't have the uh, that's not like an ex- essential shopping trip so I have to like wait until I accumulate enough groceries (laughs) to justify going out again and like etc etc so you know often for me um when I was younger sleep would go when my anxiety was really really bad Mm -hmm. but this has really not happened to me in years and so I'm not like, I almost don't even know. Like, we've talked about sleep so much on Forever 35, and we've gotten so much listener feedback on sleep, but, like, I still almost feel like I do not know how to manage it when my sleep is not coming easy. So, yeah. I'm just a little, like, on top of the fact that I'm tired and I'm frustrated, the the not sleeping is unsettling, so then every night when I get into bed, I'm like, oh, no, is it going to happen? Right. And then it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly, Dory. Exactly. Yeah. And and then like last night, so I finally fell asleep at like midnight and then I was up at 1.30 and then I think I was up again at like three and then I finally fell asleep into a, like a really hard sleep and then my kid woke me up at 4.45 because they had a nightmare. Oh gosh. So it was just kind of like, it was just like, ugh. It was just You can't a catch a break. Oh, I just can't catch a rest. <laughs> And then, you know, like today I'm like, I'm just kind of half awake and like, luckily we're at home, so I could take a nap, but you know, anyway, I I just, I don't like this feeling and it's like, I'm starting to spiral a little bit about it. So Mm. that's just, you know, and I kind of do a lot of the right things. Like I don't drink coffee after like 10 AM. I drink a ton of water. I like exercise. I like breathe, you know, like I know what I need to do and I'm really I did some meditating last night that helped me fall back asleep. Can I ask you a couple of troubleshooting questions or will that just be annoying? No, it's great. Troubleshoot me. (laughs) What time are you getting into bed? Well, okay. Confession. Last night I was working in bed. I'm sorry. Okay. Work in bed. I was doing work in bed. Okay. I was doing that was not revealed. (laughs) But this is happening a lot, even when I don't do work in bed. 
okay 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 sorry i'm sorry i was on my computer no i'm i and and i'm not i don't want to make you feel bad or guilty and you are not shaming me this is i'm 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 really trying not to i'm not shaming you um but i don't think working in bed is is great i know I think I bed needs to be bed and a sanctuary and a sleep a sleep space. And are you still sleeping with your phone next to you? No. Okay. I'm not. Okay. It is in my bedroom just because it's, that's been the easiest place to plug it in, but it's on my little desk. Which okay, is which is away far. From me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not reaching for it. Okay. So I think you need to do what we have started to do with Henry to get him ready for his naps. <laughs> go, go on. Which is a really nice, relaxed wind down. You dim the lights. You read a book on paper in bed. No working. Just relaxing like half an hour before you would ideally like to close your eyes. And I think you should start that early. I think you should start that at like 930. Okay. All right. I will try that tonight and I will give a full report since we Please. do a daily, po- daily podcast. Yes. I will be able to tell you all tomorrow how it goes. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh now, so sorry. One more. Sorry. One more question. One more question. Are you sleeping yes. with earplugs and or an eye mask? No, I don't sleep with earplugs. I do sleep with my white noise machine. Oh, right. Okay. I'm a loyal white noise machine person. Okay. I do have an eye mask that I did put on last night and I actually just ordered myself a new eye mask Ooh. because I am finding that does really help. Yeah, I think that does help. So that is a step I'm taking. All right. Just... Just, you know, just some standard sleep hygiene troubleshooting questions. Thank you. From, I your, really... from your resident sleep disorder. That's co-host. true. You do have a sleep disorder. <laughs> I, I always forget that. And you have a one-year-old son. So I feel like the combination of tools in your toolkit are perfect it's for just, me. The toolkit has just expanded. <laughs> well, thank you for, thank you for that, Dory. I will, I'll let you know how it goes tomorrow. I will, and I, I'm, I, uh, I might be doing an online workshop tonight from seven to nine. Ooh. Um, so, and I'm a little, I'm, I'm worried I'm not going to be present enough for it. And I also worry it might like make stimulate my brain a little bit. Um, yeah. So I may not do it. Um, but if I do do it, I will close my computer at nine and begin my wind down after. Great. I'm excited for you. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm nervous, but we'll see how it goes. How are you we doing? Will. You know, I'm doing okay. Remember yesterday I was talking, I was just sort of musing about like what, how people are feeling about kind of moving into phase two of potentially opening up the social isolation circle to some other people or families who have also been isolating. Um, And I said, I wasn't ready to come to any conclusions about this, but I was starting, I was ready to kind of start asking the question about it. And I was wondering how other people were feeling. And then just today in the Atlantic, there is an article called quarantine fatigue is real. And it's by um, a professor at professor of population medicine at Harvard medical school. Interesting. Um, And, 
she argues that we need to move to a risk management strategy versus like full abstinence. And she compares the messaging around hashtag stay home, like stay home no matter what to the abstinence messaging in the early days of the AIDS epidemic in that it doesn't work and it just drives the behaviors underground. And eventually the messaging around the AIDS epidemic became how to have safe sex, like not to have no sex, but to have safe sex. And that while understanding that even when you have safe sex, the risk, there is still a risk, but it's very low. And telling people to have no sex was just not realistic. Mm. Um, And she writes, risk is not binary and an all or nothing approach to disease prevention can have unintended consequences. Individuals may fixate on unlikely sources of contagion, the package in the mail, the runner or cyclist on the street, while undervaluing precautions such as cloth masks that are imperfect but helpful. Um, So we will link to this article in the show notes. I just thought it was really interesting food for thought and kind of went along with the discussion that we had been having yesterday. So Kate, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts about it. And I'm curious to hear our listeners thoughts about it. Awesome. I will give it a read. Awesome. Thank you. Um, And speaking of leaving the house, we (laughs) were taking Henry to a doctor's appointment today. And I'm actually feeling like pretty calm about it. Um, Good. Yeah. And like, kind of excited to get out of the house. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, like gives you a reason to have a, a like an not an adventure, but like an activity. Yes, yes, and it gave me a reason to like put on jeans. <laughs> I'm wearing jeans right now. Oh my gosh! So you didn't even need a reason. <laughs> well, I feel like the reason was like to, it was like today is a jeans day, and I felt like very smug about putting them on. So you are also in jeans. I am also in jeans. A double jean episode. Wow. I would not have guessed. <laughs> when has that ever happened? <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that's what's going on over here. All right, Dory. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that article. I'm excited to give that a read. Yeah, I'm, and again, I'm curious to hear, once you read it, I'm curious to hear what you think about it. Well, I will read it before 9.30 p.m. tonight. Excellent. Um, should we hear from some listeners? Yes, please. I would love to. I would love to hear from listeners. Okay. Makes me very happy. Um, We got a really lovely email from a listener named Malia. And she writes, hi, Dor and Kat. I want to thank you so much for the work you guys are doing to provide us with such quality content during this pandemic. I'm in awe of both of you, of you both not only recording a daily show, but having no interruptions to the regularly scheduled Forever 35 content, all, all while balancing your families and mental health needs in such unprecedented times. I don't love that phrase, but it seems most apt. Another reason I'm writing is to give you a gigantic thank you for being my, quote, online friends during a particularly through a particularly tr- tough 2019. Ugh, I can't read today. I was fired from a job that I honestly thought I was doing well at for reasons that sadly pointed towards some racial elements. They systemically cut the people of color working there for, quote, not being good fits. 
After being told by these people that I wasn't, quote, assertive enough to be successful, I had some tough times. Nevertheless, I persisted and continued working on my self-esteem. I was able with my therapist to see the issues present there were, of course, going to make me feel uncomfortable and not bring out my best. Hearing your career trajectories also helped me see that there is no one true path to career success. Anyways, after a six-month job hunt where I worked my interview skills, Each one was easier than the last. All the prep for them increased my understanding of different sectors, and I really lean into my strategic and analytical strengths, which you both demonstrate regularly in your conversations and the wonderfully diverse perspectives of Forever 35 guests. I'm very happy to report I landed a great job at the start of this year. I'm constantly getting great feedback for my contributions at work. I speak up when it is appropriate and feel so appreciated at my new company, not to mention I also negotiated a big increase in salary due to knowing my worth. I wanted to share this because I know a lot of people have been impacted by job loss, and I want to add some encouragement to those who may have been stuck in unhelpful thought patterns about their ability to be successful elsewhere. You can and will find your place to contribute. Wow. Yeah, I'm really, I'm so, I'm so happy for you, listener. I know. This email just really made me feel so good about the way her life is going and how she did such great work on herself after going through some like pretty crappy stuff. Yeah, and I just appreciate hearing positive news right now, too. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited you landed a great job and that you are working at a place where you feel valued and also where there is not uh, discriminatory practices. Yeah. Because that's some bullshit. Ugh. Well, thank you so much for letting us know. And we wish you all the continued success in your new job. We have a news diet suggestion here, Dory. Yes. Please share. A listener writes, I've put myself on a serious news diet. I live in a small town in upstate New York, and the temptation to watch Governor Cuomo's briefing every day to try to predict when daycare can reopen is hard to resist, especially since it tends to happen at the same time as my kids' Mickey Mouse Clubhouse TV time. Do I know that? theme song or what that's me sorry anyways what i've started doing is restricting myself to physical newspapers i read my local paper every day shout out to the daily star oneida new york in the morning i go out to my stoop and grab the paper because it seems to rain every day here it comes in one of those blue bags and i'm keeping them to give back to our delivery person when this is over that little moment of early morning air is very refreshing. My local paper has the update on all the local COVID numbers each morning, and it also has a story explaining any updates from Governor Cuomo. There's also a word section that has a couple stories from the AP each day, too. They also usually have some kind of good news story each day about people doing things for others. The latest was a couple who sponsored scholarships for the entire class of 2020 at a neighboring school. I figure this is all I need. If I feel like I want to know more about some topic, I'll check the New York Times or Washington Post, but I find the stuff in the star to be enough. I really think this helps my anxiety. I am informed without feeling overwhelmed. I like that it ends. I can read the whole thing in less than 30 minutes. I'm also delegating the decisions of what's the most important to read to the paper's editors, which is another thing about online news reading. It's overwhelming to figure out what to read and what to skip. So that's my news suggestion. Read a physical newspaper. 
I love this so much. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I don't, I only get the LA Times on Sundays, the actual physical LA Times. Um, but this is a great, this is a great suggestion. And I love that you are also reading like your, the Daily Star Oneida. I hope I'm saying, am I saying Oneida, New York? Correctly, I think it's Dory? Oneonta. Fruit, darn, shoot. <laughs> Oneonta? Yeah. That's not Oneida. Wow, I made up a word. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. You know what, listener? I apologize. I was so confident in my way of how to say the city that you live in. I didn't even Google it before. So I apologize. I apologize, but shout out to the Daily Star. Yeah. And like way to support your local paper. This is such yeah, I mean, a great idea. This is especially key because so many local papers are being forced to close and yeah and really struggling being um destroyed by large corporations so this is a great suggestion and i do like that like it's succinct right like it has an end. totally whereas, like, it has news, an end the news online doesn't have an end yes that's such a good point such a good point i'm um, intrigued we, by this we used to get the new york times in print every day here and, in Los Angeles? Yes. And mm. it just piled up. Like, yeah. I found that I just wasn't reading it because I had already read so much of it online by the time the print paper came. So, you know, I think for this to work for me, like I would have to do what this woman does and just not read any news online at all during the day, which would be really hard for me, I think. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's doable I don't know. for me. <laughs> I, well, it's an interesting practice, right? Because the thought of like getting the information on, because I know Governor Cuomo does his news updates. Well, I guess it's in the morning here in LA, but like early afternoon. So you're getting yesterday's news conference updates the following day. Yeah. You know, but we got we got a suggestion. Well, and we got a suggestion from another listener that we didn't read their whole email, but they watch the local news every day. They watch like 15 or 30 minutes of the local news. Um, and then they also watch CBS Sunday Morning, <laughs> um, which, as we've discussed, is a perfect television show. And that could be interesting to do in conjunction with reading the print paper, like re like really taking it back to the way that people consume news from like the 1950s through the 1990s, <laughs> like the print newspaper in the morning and then like watching the news at night. That's how my parents live. I mean, my mom read that Boston Globe cover to cover and she would get so mad if I got things out of order. My mm. parents still read the Globe in print. Well, my dad also still reads newspapers in print. He's like, they pile up and he read, he has like newspapers from two years ago that he's saving to read. I mean, like maybe the boomers are onto something. Maybe we should be saying, okay. <laughs> okay. Boomers. Okay. <laughs> boomers. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, yeah. boomers. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for the, for, for those suggestions and uh, yeah, keep them coming. All right. We have a voicemail. See if I can. There we go. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory. Thank you so much for here for you. Oh my goodness. 
what an amazing thing you guys are doing every day of the week while we go through this together. I heard the Friday podcast about the coffee shop sounds, and it made me think of something that I've been doing for about like maybe a month now. I don't know how I came across this, but I was missing Disneyland and, you know, just kind of nothing can go wrong when you're there. It's just a happy place, of course. And specifically, I was missing the music, like Main Street and all of that. So I found that you can YouTube the Disneyland entrance music. Yeah, no joke. And it's like an hour long. I play it in the morning. It's how I start my day. It's kind of kooky. My family thinks I'm a little bit of a nutball. I really don't care. Um, but they also think it's like one of the happiest sounds of, you know, our day. So my child loves it. <laughs> and, you know, I just think like, is that place even going to exist anymore? I mean, I know it will, but it's just good to hear it. So I wanted to pass this along. Keep up the great work, you guys. And thank you. Great suggestion. I mean, <laughs> this is especially poignant, I feel like, for those of us who are local to Disneyland. Yeah. Which I realize is a weird thing to th even say. Like growing up in Boston, I was like, what is it like to live in Orlando and get to go to Disney World whenever you want? <laughs> now, we only go like a couple times a year, but it still is a very comforting place for me. Yeah. So maybe you should it. do this. I'm 100% I'm giving, this, giving this a Google. Great. Or a YouTube. Yes. Same thing. <sighs> so yesterday we could not think of a word of the day. <laughs> and nope. we asked listeners if they had suggestions. And a listener wrote in to suggest doing a daily tarot draw. I am intrigued by this. I am too. Maybe we do that. Maybe we try it tomorrow and see how it goes. Yeah, let's try it tomorrow. It would also be good just to familiarize ourselves with a deck because I don't know yeah. like it would be maybe a good way to learn the cards. Yeah. If you yeah. will. I I'm willing to try. I'll okay. Where, where is my tarot deck? That's what I, I think mine is literally under my bed. Actually, I think I know where it is. Um, I'll let you know if I can't find it though. <laughs> okay. We'll add that to our to-do list and we'll we get will. on that. And Kate, you had a suggestion for today's word of the day. Oh, yeah. This was easy for me to think of. My word of the day, which I would love to share with all of you, is tired. I'm <sighs> tired. I'm tired. I'm tired because I'm not sleeping. I'm also just like, I'm tired. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At, like when you said at the beginning of this episode that it is May 12th, I was just like, what? What? Yeah. Isn't it March? I have no, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what's happening i don't know i don't know how that's the middle of may i'm just kind of tired yeah. and if you are too i see you i see you hmm. i see you so that led me to an, a suggestion for an activity of the day because i was kind of googling this for myself and i thought i would share okay and that is to um to listen to a sound bath for rest on YouTube. Um, and a sound bath is something that I have done a couple times in person. It's kind of, it's a meditation class where um, 
there is some element of sound therapy. Oftentimes it's like a, a crystal crystal bowl practice. It's it's a sound vibration therapy, which like, you know, sound has been used across the world as a healing therapy for since the beginning of time. I mean, I'm no sound expert, but that's my theory. Um, so it's a very just kind of soothing, calming um, way of getting a restful meditation. So I thought I would listen to some crystal, someone playing crystal bowls on YouTube and uh, try to just kind of zone out and rest. So I'll share a link to the one that I found. I love a sound bath. Um, early in the lockdown, I did a sound bath that a local yoga studio was doing on That's Zoom. Right. And and I was very disappointed in the sound. <laughs> um, the person leading the sound bath did not have a great audio setup. So I feel like I've been sort of wary of trying other ones, but I I will... I will give this a try. I'm excited to like jump back in. I was listening to this one earlier before we started recording and the sound quality is pretty good. Um, so I am intrigued. I only was listening to a couple minutes. This this one I found is 35 minutes long, um, but there seem to be many on on YouTube. Um, cool. and I'm sure there's all sorts of different kinds of sound healing to be found online that might be beneficial to somebody. Great. I love the suggestion. Well, thank you, friend. And I you love all your sleep suggestions. Oh, I appreciate thanks. that you are here for me. I am. I'm here for you. Thank you. And um, we're also here for you, listeners. Mm-hmm. And Dory, I'm here for you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so you, much. You are welcome. Um, all right. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.